Morning all. Good news. What's some good news that you've had? Have a look at the people in your room, or if you're on your own, just maybe scribble something down. What, what's the best news, the, some really good news that you've been given? For me, uh, I remember when uh, finding out that Caroline was pregnant, at all three times, like that news was, was mind-blowingly wonderful. And, and knowing that the baby was arrived and safe and all the rest of it, th those kind of things. A kind of slightly strange one was a, a guy who uh, came to faith, um, joined our church. He came to faith by watching the God Channel, turned up on our doorstep, joined the church. And then uh, let's just say he, he and his wife became uh, difficult <laughs> in our lives. And eventually, uh, sadly, they split up. She had a drug habit. There was, there was a whole load of stuff going on. It was really, really hard. And it felt like a total failure. He left, wanted to go to a different church because uh, he wanted smells and bells and robes and all that kind of stuff. And anyway, three years later, this guy knocks on my door and I've got to be honest, I didn't recognise him. He knocks on my door and he goes, hi, do you remember me? And I said, I'm really sorry. I meet lots of people. And I'm, I mean, I do normally remember people, but I just didn't recognise him because he looked so different. And he said, I was that guy. And, and now, you know, I'm back on my feet. I've got my kids. Uh, my wife, my ex, you know, his, his ex was still in a mess and she was you know, struggling, but, but he'd sorted his life out. He was at a big church in town. He got a job. He got his, he, he'd sorted everything in his life out. I mean, nobody's perfect, but you know what I mean? And, and I just was on a high for ages. And he said, I want to say to you, thank you and sorry. <laughs> and it was the best news to know that his life had turned around and actually what felt like a failure to us, he said, it set me up in the right way to go and I'm sorry I was such a pain. Um, that was some of the best news I've ever heard. Um, what about you? What about all of us? What, 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 what do we like as news? I like it when things work. Um, the posh word is fruition, isn't it? The results of hard work coming out. I like getting gifts. Uh, I like it when people get free and get released from things that are a problem, whether it be uh, physically being locked up or addictions or abuse or anything. I like justice. I like good news when things have been sorted out. I'm going to love the news when we're allowed to go out. I'm going to love the news... Uh, when no one else is sick from this thing anymore. I love it when my team wins. <laughs> um, I, I love when, you know, there's some good tea tonight. I don't know about you, I love it when I come home and we're going to watch a film or, you know, surprises from my family or, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. Turn to the person you're near um, or, you know, put in the, in the chat or whatever. What, what's the best news you've ever heard? And what's just the good news that you really like hearing? Share some of that with each other. Okay, you can keep talking about that uh, later. What's, what's really good news? Let me tell you what isn't good news. You're walking down the street and somebody gets right in your face and shout something like, are you washed in the blood of the lamb? And you go, what? I mean, somebody has done that to me and I, I'm a vicar. And I went, uh, what? I, I had no idea what the guy was talking about. I thought he was annoyed with me. Um, and, and in the end, I kind of, my brain eventually clicked and I went, uh, yeah, thanks. See ya. Like, um, 
And, and I've got nothing against street preaching, like I'm not saying that's not okay, but, but what does that mean? Am I washed in the blood of the lamb? And, and you know, like, if our good news is some guy getting nailed to a cross uh, and whipped and beaten and stuff, it's like, what? For a lot of people, that's like, what are you on about? It, it sounds like blood and death and difficulty. I mean, washing, watching the passion of the Christ, if, if anyone, I mean, not for under 18s, um, you know, like, that film is, is brutal. And, and there is good news there, but, but, you know, like, I think there's a disconnect between the gospel being good news and the presentation that Christians put out there, which is, you've got to live, you know, we want our culture back how it used to be. We want it to be the 1950s and everyone to behave, because they did in the 1950s, I don't think so. But, you know, we've got to think about what is the good news that we are offering. There's lots of ways to communicate the gospel. I don't know if you remember, but um, if you've got something to draw with where you are, kids, um, uh, adults as well, get a pen and paper maybe, or you know you can draw with your finger on your pad or whatever you've got, but um, draw two lines either side. So just create two little cliffs with a gap in between. So bang, bang, like that. Um, and you draw a picture on one side, a little stick man on one side, and that's you. And you draw a stick man on the other side, who's a bit bigger, looks a bit cooler. I mean, if you can draw, make it look cool, that's God. And, you know, this is how the gospel was presented, the good news presented to me. It's like, you're here, David, God's here, there's a big chasm in between because you've sinned and you've done all these things wrong. And there's no way your personal efforts, the things that you've done, if you draw a little arrow from you and draw it going downwards and not making it all the way across the gap between the two sides, um, that's like, you know, we can't get that far. We can't get to God with our actions and our goodness and our hard work because we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God, as Romans tells us. So how can we get across? There's no way to get across. So there's a bridge and the bridge, and you kind of, you know, if it was animated, you drop it in. But if you draw a cross so that the cross goes down into the chasm and the cross beams create a, a bridge between the two sides, Jesus dying on the cross covers our sins, takes that from us, and allows us to walk across the bridge and have life with God. That's how I, the gospel was explained to me. It, it's quite a transactional thing. It's a very personal thing. It's a, hey, this is what you need to sort your life, and that will give you life with God, a relationship with him, and heaven as your future, rather than an uncertain future and life without God right now. So that's the, that's the kind of classic presentation that I got. I'm going to uh, cut to a video now, and in three minutes, I'm going to show you a slightly different way to share the gospel. So the three circles, as opposed to the bridge, um, I think is, is just, it makes it more about everyone than a personal thing. It makes it easy to say, well, that's where I am and that's my journey. They're both good ways of, ex of explaining the facts of how we cross the line from somebody who doesn't know Jesus, who doesn't accept what he's done for us, to somebody who does. And we have this idea that we're supposed to be telling people, let your light shine. How will they know if they've not heard? There's that you know, pressure 
and call and joy in we get to speak the words and tell people about Jesus. We're, we're, you know, one beggar telling another beggar where to get bread. And we get to tell people these key facts. But is that the whole of the good news? Is that all of it? I mean, if you're approaching somebody whose life is falling apart, who's, you know, um, right now, you know, people struggling to find the next food to eat, um, they haven't got the internet, they haven't got a way of getting online, they can't help their kids get, to, you know, get involved with their schoolwork, they, you, life is falling apart, somebody's massively lonely. You saying, well, you can do this thing with Jesus, and yes, they will have the presence of God in their lives, and, and yes, it will change their eternal future, but if we say to people, oh, you know, just do this thing, how far away is that from, are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Because to, to say to people, this is what you need to do with Jesus, without being Jesus, isn't so much good news. You know, we've, we've read through Acts as a church, or we're reading through Acts as a church, and um, Peter and John, you know, early on, they did, they're going, you know, guy goes, oh, I'm a beggar, so give me some money. And they don't just tell him the gospel. I am sure that guy became a member of the Jesus community and learnt the good news and gave his life to Jesus. But, the, you know, I don't have any silver and gold, mate. But what I've got, I'll give you. Healed. Boom. Walk. <laughs> I mean, if you were a beggar and you can't make money because you can't walk and suddenly you can walk and, and the whole world opens up for you to do normal stuff, like, that good news has landed. Healing is good news. But so is helping. So is, you know, some of you guys helping, um, distributing food, delivering things to people, looking after people on your street. That is good news. Jesus heals and loves and cares and talks. And he's, he's God in human form, loving people. And that is the good news. And when this reading we've had today, man, that is good news. This guy who doesn't appear like he's anything and he's battered and bruised and beaten, but he takes on everything for us. He takes on our sin, our sickness, our infirmity, our pain, and he goes, I'll have that for you. Like, that is some good, good news. I love this reading. And, and I'm not setting up a row between doing good things for people and telling people the truth. Those two things are not in opposition. They are the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And they are the same thing. They're two halves of the same whole. And sometimes you get Christians who are like, no, 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 I'm all about helping people. And there's, no, 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 I'm all about telling people. Let's be like Jesus. He wasn't afraid to tell the truth and tell people when they needed to sort their stuff out and that they needed God and that they needed to repent and they needed to sort their lives out. But he wasn't, a, you know, he, he didn't just apply the law. The woman caught in adultery, I always think, where's the man caught in adultery with her? But hey, you know, he doesn't condemn her. Go and sin no more. I don't condemn you. She'd sinned and he lets her go free. It's grace, it's mercy, it's love. 
but it's also truth. <laughs> Go and sin no more, because <laughs> you'll get in more mess. It's speaking truth to the woman at the well. And, and her then sharing that truth with everyone, and she's the one. And, you know, it's, oh, it always start, seems to start with the women in the New Testament. You know, it's, it's the Marys who, who say, look, the, the tomb's empty. You know, wow. And, and the guys then follow. But we need people to tell the truth, and we need people to enact the truth. We need people to speak love and enact love. We are embodied truth in love. That's what it means to be people of the good news. That's who we are. That's who he is. So as we work this out today, as we think about what the good news is, the good news is Jesus. The good news is that God came in human form and lived among us and gave us a plan and showed us how to do it. And we see this prophecy. This is, this is reading from today's Isaiah. It's way, way back. It's like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years before. And it's all about Jesus because that was always the plan. And so back then they're encountering like the idea of this guy who's going to sort everything out. And then when Jesus came to earth, people encountered God face to face. You know, Thomas... He looks in the face of a man and he says, my Lord and my God. My Lord and my God to Jesus. Because the good news is Jesus Christ, him crucified, died, resurrected and living with us and our friend right now. It's all about encounter with Jesus. That's the good news for all of us. For us on our own, for any size of group, it's about meeting with Jesus. So what about you today? The mechanics of the doorway, you know, the like, the, the little cross, the Casla Bridge going across, it's true. But it's the doorway into the kingdom of God. Life in all its fullness. Love, truth, power. It opens a door to a whole new world. And sometimes we just like usher people over the chasm of their sin and then go, right, sit there. And it's like, no, no, this is go and explore the kingdom and live it out. And, you know, that's where I want us all to be. We get to serve. We get to bring change. We get to rethink. We, we get to learn. We get to be like Jesus. That's the good news. Don't be you anymore. Be who Jesus would be if he was in your shoes. That's what the gospel is. We become like Jesus. And that makes us happy, him happy, the world happier. And that's the good news. And we invite more people into that good news. If we're like Jesus, then all those pictures, the, the, the word pictures that are used through the, the New Testament, they're all there for us. We're living stones, we're a family, we're an army, we're co-heirs with Jesus. We're, he's our big brother and we get what he gets. We're a body, we're sheep and he's the shepherd. And we get to hear his voice. We get to do things in his strength. We're his hands and his feet and his voice. And we get to open the door with our hands and our feet and our words for others to experience this good news.
wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I want you to encounter Jesus right now. I want, however long you've known the truth of the gospel, for the Holy Spirit to impact and change you today, that you might overflow with this good news, that you may not push into people's faces and shout weird things at them, but that you might be the hands and the feet and the voice of God in Jesus' example, filled with the Spirit. So if you would just, if you've never received Jesus and you need to go over that chasm, you need to go around those three circles, you need to, you know, do that. Well, let's do that. If you've done that and you want to do it again, well, let's do that. If if you go, I've never got to share that with anyone else. I've never had the joy of, of like giving away the good stuff that I have. Well, let's pray, God, give me the opportunity to do that. To be hands and feet and voice of Jesus. Just like him. Because he'll give us the power. He'll give us the opportunity. And when we mess it up, he'll give us another go. Because it's all about his love and his grace. And he wants us to share the truth. And he'll help us and he'll give us lots of chances. And there's a world out there that need this good news. <laughs> so let's pray. Holy Spirit, I ask right now that where there are people who are inviting uh, Jesus into their hearts, you into their lives, f- crossing over that bridge for the first time, that you would move in those rooms, that you would impact, that they would see you, encounter you, feel you with their five senses, they would encounter you today. Pray for those who are recommitting their lives to you, that they would feel the same encounter. And for those of us who are just desperate now to give this away, would you, would you put a fire in our bones to share the good stuff that we have widely with everyone? And that we just wouldn't care when people laugh at us, when people put us down and they don't get it. That we would love them, we would brush it off our shoulders and that if filled with the Spirit, we'd just find the next one who's ready. Come Holy Spirit, heal our hearts, set us free, wipe off the I can'ts and help us to be good news, to be hands, feet and voices, blessing this world with the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Come Lord Jesus.